Hello, and welcome to Common and Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. I'm Kevin. I'm Kobe. Welcome to uh, today's episode. We are going to be going over some stuff, I think. Yeah, just a little bit. About stuff. So it's been a pretty heavy news cycle, and for those of you who don't know, we are college students, and we just got out of our finals finally. So uh, we have been struggling to find time this last week and a half to start recording episodes. In fact, this last like couple weeks, really. Uh, yeah, man, I'm so exhausted. Hard. I'm just glad it is all over. This is our final time of bitching about college for at least uh, three months for me. You. Forever. For me. Forever. Ladies and gentlemen, Kobe is now an engineer. Yeah, officially. Uh, officially an engineer. I'm going to build something that you do. And uh, for the rest of us, I pray they put a sign up that says you made it so that we can, you know, avoid it, approach it with you, you know, smart amount of skepticism yeah. and utmost never touch caution. it. Yeah. <laughs> utmost caution. No, but for reals, congratulations to my boy, Kobe. It's a huge accomplishment. Um, graduating from Colorado State. Where I was publicly lynched. Oh, my gosh. Our university is uh, it's kind of crazy. For those of you who don't know, we... Had a blackface incident back in September. October. No, the first one was in September. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And it caused this whole stir on campus. You know, we announced, we at Turning Point announced a uh, an event we had with Charlie Kirk and Don Jr. The same day they held this town hall about how racist our university was, which started, which started all this... Um, all this bull crap where a bunch of us were, you know, accused of being Nazis. One of them being Kobe, which I don't know if you guys can tell or not. Well, Kobe's black. I'm going to let you in on yeah, the secret. Yeah, does my voice profile give me away? Uh, uh, I don't know, does it? You, is it you're the only it, one that can hear it, me right is now. Is it racist to say that I can tell by your voice? No. But, yeah, no, I can tell by your voice. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so... Our our boy Kobe here um, decided for Halloween. Kobe, what'd you decide for Halloween? Uh, I dressed as Justin Trudeau in blackface. He dressed as one of Justin Trudeau's own Halloween costumes. Yes, which is blackface. And then I I was immediately removed from the Senate chambers, and then they wrote articles about me, saying that I was removed and. Different people call me different names on Twitter and stuff he was like a racist. that. And then the dean of the College of Engineering sent out an email saying that a senator did a racist act. Yep. Did fail to mention that I was black. Yeah, no. No no mention of that whatsoever because I don't know about you, but I've always held the contention that if your face is black when the paint goes on, it doesn't qualify as blackface. Like before the paint goes on, I should say. Whatever. <laughs> uh, let's you know. It very much qualifies as, as social Look, justice. I was making cool. a political statement. Uh, yeah, I was calling it was a great out. Halloween costume for sure. I know it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Whatever. But Kenneth it, Walker. Kenneth Walker, man. That let's, is, let's jump over. So, for those of you who don't know, we are huge uh, proponents of freedom and liberty. And I don't know about you, Kobe, but one of my favorite documents ever written was the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Uh-huh. And um, 
There's two very particular amendments that I really love. Uh-huh. You want to know what those two are at this moment? One and two? No, second and fourth. Second and fourth. You know what? Second Amendment. Um, Kobe, you probably don't really know what the Second Amendment is, so let me explain. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a right of the, it's, you know, right of the people to keep them bare and shall not be infringed. Uh, I ignore the, you know militia part because that is unnecessary to the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed yeah um and the fourth amendment though protects protects us from unlawful searches and seizures oh yeah that's a good one aka warrants you need a warrant for that is actually a very powerful statement because it's in a lot of cases true um we're gonna get my car yep you need a warrant well let's just let's just talk about these warrants so um, right now in national media, we have the story of Brianna Taylor and Kenneth Walker, and it's, it's an absolute tragedy. So about two months ago, um, the police in Louisville, Kentucky served a no knock warrant at the home of Brianna Taylor. Um, they claim they announced themselves somehow though she was shot in her bed. So whether or not they announced themselves well enough to be heard, uh, different story, but um, so they went into the house. Three planes closed. Planes, plane closed. Plane clothed police officers announcing at three in the morning that you are police and breaking into the house. We don't even know if they announced or not. Though. Yeah, no, they're claiming they announced. Here's here's a thing. Uh, were there any body cams, Kobe? Well, since I'm in plain clothes, no. Yeah, there were no body cams involved in this no-knock raid. There is no accountability to be had. At my point, then you have to expect that they didn't. Yeah, so um, at this point, they broke down the door. They shot Breonna Taylor, shot at her 20 times, and killed her. Hit her eight times. Hit her eight times. Um, Kenneth Walker fired back at these police officers. Uh, because all he knew was that uh, people are breaking into my fucking house. I don't care what they're shouting. They're just wearing clothes. I'm going to shoot back. You want to know what happened to Kenneth Walker? Two months later. This motherfucker. Sorry. This outstanding man was charged with attempted murder of a police officer for defending his own fucking home. Okay, it was her home, but he was staying there. As far as I'm concerned, in the moment, that's it was his fucking home. Yeah, that's a resident. As far as he saw that, it was his domicile to protect in that moment, yeah. and he attempted to protect it. And you know what he gets? Charged, attempted murder of a police officer who killed his fucking girlfriend, who was an EMT, by the way. So, backstory, um, the whole, this all stems from the fact that she kept indecent... Uh, company at times like she had a friend that was bad we've all been there we all have that friend that was going to get us in trouble well she had that friend that was going to get her in trouble he was a major drug dealer apparently had some mail every once in a while delivered to her house and had on a document somewhere that her home address was his home address now they had dated in the past and broken up since so it's logical to think that she had been like i can't stay with you because of how terrible this is she always had a soft spot before him because of course she thought this man could get better but he didn't um so that's all speculation that's all speculation on my part um on the police part they said yeah of course she's a drug dealer uh, of course, she's participating in all this. Um, so we're going to serve a warrant. So this other drug dealer, they were trying to catch his whole operation, I guess. And uh, they had arrested him the day before. So they they arrest the dude she's 
supposedly associated with. The day before, they break into her house. Why? Oh, are you looking for drugs? Wonder if you're going to find any. Nope. No drugs to be found here. This woman died for no reason. And as far as I'm concerned, it was the wrong house. There are people saying that her house was listed on the warrant. That doesn't mean... Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I do not give a fuck. This is America. You have to... No-knock warrants are a cancer. Look, if you write a warrant for something and your your conclusion's wrong, say it's peaceful. You owe damages, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Because that, that citizen has to give up their privacy for a certain amount of time for you to literally go through everything that they have, which is a huge, you know, violation of privacy. You, you owe... You owe damages. Yeah. No. Um, if you get it wrong, yeah. you owe damages. A hundred percent. And yet somehow her boyfriend is being arrested, which makes perfect sense. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's not even to add on the fact that you killed someone yeah. and were wrong. To so, me, if you kill someone and were wrong, the people who wrote the warrant, the people who asked for the warrant, and the people that uh, you know executed the warrant are grass. All of them. Their ass is grass and they're gone. In my opinion, that's how it should be. If not, you are paying major damages. Huge damages. Uh, real quick, I just want to say the exact wording of the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. But here's the thing. We, right off the bat, have the right of the people to be secure in our persons, houses, papers, and effects. That is our right. So the government is the one that is required to, to levy the necessary um, justification to violate that they think is okay to violate that person's right. And here's the thing. A no-knock raid is inherently um, a, guilty, a guilty verdict. Because here's the thing. When the police are arresting you, when you say that you get pulled over for a traffic stop... You are involved every step of the way. You get the you get to decide the escalation of force there. You can comply right off the bat and submit. And especially if it's a regular uniformed police officer, they're going to have the body cams to hold them accountable. Most likely, most most police departments at this point have body cams. Yeah, um, I mean, whether they get held accountable or not, that's totally different. But but theoretically, theoretically, the, the, the body cam is there to hold them accountable. Um, you know, you are there it. every step of the way to determine your own resistance based on the, the what's presented before you. And it's up to you whether are you going to resist actively knowing full well it's the cops and this is why I'm arrest, uh, resisting. You can, you can make it end up bad. But the cops are there with, like, the cops and you are interacting the entire way. A no-knock raid inherently involves as minimal contact and as minimal... Um, input from you on the escalation as humanly possible. They are entirely trying to keep it secret. You were involved at no point in the voluntary escalation of your own force. 
It is immediately um, presence of force. It is immediately use of force without any response from you, without any chance for you to be like, okay, I'll comply at this point or this point or this point or this point. Nope. You are immediately put in a position of, um, especially with where they were at, with three unmarked police officers coming into their house, proclaiming your police. I don't... Holy shit. If that is somehow valid, that becomes immediately... You said this to me earlier. Immediately becomes the number one excuse of criminals. Oh, no. I'm just the police. That's what I'm saying. Like... Wouldn't you? Yeah. If If you were a criminal... And you loved busting into people's houses like that was your plan. Would you not say, police, 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 get on the ground? Look. And have your buddy go and just grab shit? Yeah. And say, never mind, never mind, uh, you know, sir and ma'am. It was a false false alarm. Or you grab the drugs and you're like, you know, we're going to keep this between us. I'm going to let you off just this one time. Like, yeah, that's no, this is wrong on all fronts. I guarantee you if you ask Founding Fathers. So when you say, you know, when you list off all this stuff. So what if the police have some kind of evidence against you, but they're worried you might resist? Are they allowed to just break into your house and take you? They'd they'd probably like shit their pants and be like. That's exactly what we're fighting against. What? Are you trying to say that? Are you asking me if I think the government should just be able to break in your house and arrest you without any kind of. Let me throw this by you. Yeah. Um, so when when you watch cops or when you watch live PD or whatever, or even when you talk to a police officer about like their job, like when they came in at their elementary school or yeah. whatever, what, what do they say their number one job is to de-escalate? Exactly. How is ra- like any type of rating fall under de-escalation no you are immediately taking it to full notch your guns are drawn and you are literally busting in someone's house pointing a laser in their face they have to look down the barrel of a gun of a stranger whether you're a cop or not you're still a stranger yeah exactly that's that's the most escalation i've ever heard of are you supposed to be de-escalating are you telling me you couldn't have secured all exits, announced yourselves, and given them the opportunity to voluntarily to out. Yeah, to voluntarily comply? Well, see, the thing is, they've learned from Waco. Yeah. Well, if so- they if they lose the illusion, and government as a whole right now is doing that, they're losing the illusion of actual authority, which is why you see so many uh, protests against not opening up and stuff. So this, to me, it goes down from the very top. All the way, and it trickles down that same mentality that uh, without the ability to do no-knock raids and stuff like that, yeah. they they will lose the illusion of power over people so fast that it gets out of their hands. Well, so if you set up a perimeter and ask people to come out, and they haven't done anything wrong, and they don't have actually anything, they're probably not going to come out either. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So... You don't get to go in there unless there's I'm other saying. people threatened, unless l- other lives are threatened. Like, because here's the thing is like, if they start taking hostages, that's a completely different situation. But here's the thing. Part of the American way is people choose to escalate the situation. The law enforcement doesn't get to make that choice. The law enforcement presents you with the opportunity to comply. And if you don't comply, then they get to act. But they have to present you the opportunity in a fair and justified manner. And they are also in the same shoes as a civilian in 
they cannot overreact to what you are threatening them with. Exactly. So to come in brandishing firearms at three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six, literally from midnight, midnight to five. I don't care what time time they come. Yeah, but midnight to 5 a.m. is what time they do all these. Everyone that I've ever heard of is this is what time they do it. You, you have absolutely no right at all to come in brandishing a firearm and wake my ass up. You know why they do that, right, at that time? Yeah, because everyone's there. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's always that You're going to get a gun drawn on you faster than, you know, as soon as someone wakes up, they're going to have a gun on you, too. Look, that's what I'm saying. That's max escalation. Look, it is. The thing is, is that law enforcement is supposed to live. It's a. It's expected to operate within the boundaries of the law they are enforcing it therefore they are following it um it's shitty but here's the thing is that our right to be secure in our persons trumps their need to enforce the law and therefore if if this causes there to be more standoffs with voluntary resistors that is better than involuntary killings in the middle of the night from someone who all they know is someone's breaking into my house right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's reports of like these going down and they're throwing. There was a baby that was killed because a flashbang ended up in their crib in the process of an incorrect raid at the uh, wrong uh, the, fucking The stories house. are limitless. You can find them all over the place. It's ridiculous. Um, so this this culture of raids and stuff on what i consider to be regular citizens yeah. whether they're regular criminal citizens or law abiding citizens either way um aside from like cuz you can go back and they did a no knock raid essentially on uh 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 Kaczynski. yeah um they've done it Everywhere else, uh, you know, these serial killers and stuff like that, when they find out they this is kind of what they do. Um, so when when did the culture start? When do you think the culture started of of the law enforcement side of things uh-huh. when they started coming in on regular citizens? That was probably in like the 30s, 40s. During prohibition. Yeah. That's when, that's really when things changed the the relationship. Maybe a little bit before then it had kind of started, well, but what see, prohibition really did was make such uh, a, a grandiose affair of organized crime and the the life of crime. Before then, there was a lot of there was especially in non non or like and I mean urban in the purest sense of the word. Were they coming in like on cities. regular citizens who had you know beer in their fridge, or were oh, they, they were cracking down trying- on everything? I said, but like as far as raids and stuff go, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Oh, that this has history. been like a war on drugs thing. This has that's been that's what I'm this saying. This has that's been a that's what I'm war. getting at. I, I thought you meant where like the law enforcement side of things started becoming more. No, like, when did the culture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, this is a war, this is the result of the war on drugs almost directly. Okay, but see, I think it. I agree. The but expansion I think of power really started with. under Clinton. When he did the massive... The uh, 93 crime bill? Yes, or the, like where that. he gave them a lot of money to buy SWATs. Or 96, something like that. Something like that. It was in the 90s. And that's when like all the uh, the SWAT teams really came into force. And that's when yep. they got their, uh, their big trucks. And that's when they got their heavy firearms. And that's where they got all their body armor, helmets, yep. and riot shields. 
was through that stimulus. Yep. So in my opinion, that's when it really kicked off. What I what pisses me off though is okay, a Democrat started it, but why haven't we see seen uh, right wing or Republicans be so opposed to it? Even though we like to hold ourselves to being so constitutionally driven, you you want me to be honest on that one? Go for it. So I think what we're what we are a part of is the new wave conservative party that is actually a return to the original like Jeffersonian roots of the the conservative Republican Party. We are the I ones. I do like Jeffersonians. What? I said, I do like Jeffersonians. I think that what's happening is that the Republican Party, like, I I cannot say that the complaints of Republican racism are invalid based on the Republican Party of the last 50 years. Because there there has been a significant, um, there. I believe that a lot of the Southern, Southern Democrats, the race, Southern racists and stuff ended up melding into the Republican Party because the Democratic... Um, party ended up pushing so far left on their politics that a lot of Southern Democrats ended up being absorbed in, but they were older. They were, they were much older. Um, and I don't know, but we had like Pat Buchanan. No, and I'm not saying it's all of them. He's more trad. But, but there were those, and I'm not saying it's even a significant amount of Republicans within the party, but there was, there was enough of the, enough corruption of the Republican goal. In my mind, there was a lot of Southern Democrats that they may not have been racist, but they were Southern Democrats that no longer agreed with the Democratic Party that wanted bigger government or saw um, saw reason for religious and like religious uh, legislation and stuff like that or moral legislation. You know, Um, I think you're half right. Here's after you said that, I just thought of a new point. Here's another thing. Yeah. We've been the right wing, the true right wing has been extremely sleepy. Um, We've gone through our phases and we've just left or we are currently leaving the large libertarian phase. Yeah. The the right was largely libertarian coming into this. um, And it's the more of leave me alone, just do what you want. Yeah. And so there's no voice about it. Exactly. Um, When when they hear, especially libertarians that live in the suburbs or outside of the cities, when they hear, you know, the police force is getting SWAT team, they're like, I don't care. That has nothing to do with me because I, my police, I'm a libertarian. I don't believe in big government. So I don't want to be involved in government. Exactly. And they have, that's why, I mean, there was a massive movement for all the libertarians to move to Wyoming. And so Wyoming tends to have the highest amount of libertarians. Um, well, New Mexico went libertarian with Gary Johnson, but no, I want to, I, so what I want to say on this one is that I think that there was a lot of, you know, semi left, like left leaning Democrats that got into the Republican party. Not again, not the, like necessarily for racial reasons, but for a lot of anti left, a lot of anti left reasons. And it kind of took the Republican party, the conservative movement away from its roots and away from its understanding. However, the conservative party will always like end up being the party of r- rational logic. Like it's, it's the, the right side, the right is more rational and logical and less emotional. And the left is always emotionally driven, uh, ignores logic. So the right is always going to end up being conservative in the end. It's just that we are returning to what that conservatism actually means in the grand scheme of the United States Constitution and the way the government's supposed to operate. And I think a lot of uh, conservatives 
especially the last 50 years of the Republican Party, like you said, they were very sleepy. They they let the culture go. They felt politics didn't have a place in culture. And that's a mistake because the left said the exact opposite. They said, let's turn the culture into politics. And we are playing catch up. But here's the thing that the left always forgets. When we enter the game, we're entering the game based on facts and logic. Well, no. When we enter the game, the game is over. Yeah, because... We win. Yeah, no, because they are... We are the power. No, but, but, but you have to understand why we win. Because when we enter the game, we enter the game with the correct answer. That, that's true. Um, and we also come in with the actual most power. All, obviously, not all. I'm speaking from the from the part of the part of the political spectrum that Kobe and I live, uh, exist on, which is like I'm more classically liberal. He's a li- he's more libertarian than that. Uh, no, but I'm not. But are you talking about idealistically yeah, or yeah, realistically? Yeah. Like, eh, like idealistically, yes, I'm a voluntarist, but that could never happen. Even but, though I'd love, I'd love fucking anarchy that would be great honestly but we both you know you got to understand that how impossible it is and this is the problem that i know we need a strong government exactly and this is the problem that the libertarians of the last 50 years also fail to understand which is look you can hate government all you want but you have to participate in the american government because the american government is what allows you to be libertarian and if you do not willingly sacrifice in order to make sure that that persists, it will go away. Well, they've they've categorized it scientifically. Um, like you said, the left uh, rolls on emotion, and they have considered it um, scientifically the female way of thinking. Yes. So, just a quick interjection for those of you for those of you who are uh, want to know more, Jonathan Haidt specifically talks about this it's his book of his book the righteous mind specifically deals with um the the fact that the brain exists on a left right spectrum and people on the left are are different from than people on the right down to a brain down to their brain chemistry which which when they are way on the right or way on the left in how their brain works there is no way you can persuade someone because that, that breaks their logic. They are unable to think that way. Yeah, no, they, they, he describes it as the, the elephant and the writer. The elephant is your emotional response to, the, to whatever happens. And your logic is the writer. Unless you have taken the time to refine that writer, all it can do is like try. But that in the end, that elephant will always overpower an inexperienced or illogical writer. So... When when Kobe says the female, it's been described as a female brain. Like this has been known for you can see this in Taoism, the yin and yang. The 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 women right, are the male very side. caring. Women yeah. are very emotional. Yeah, no, it's it, not it comes, a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. And it comes down to yeah, it comes down to exactly that. Women are driven by emotion. Men are driven by logic. Both too much of either one of those. Yeah, can you imagine how miserable like miserable we'd all be if we all were driven by emotion? No, no, the other way, driven by logic, oh, and both, no one yeah. gave a shit about anybody. Yeah, no, I don't care about. We, you'd someone end up in actually the, falls on hard times. Yeah, you know, that's what you want to know. That's called like you like altruism, and it's the most annoying fucking philosophy no, ever. No, altruism, self sacrifice. That's no, no, too no. much caring. Well, no, well, utilitarian altruism is like where all right, max utilitarianism. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It would be so shitty, like. Even yeah. uh, even in my day to day, like I forget something and I need someone to help me out. Yeah, 
No, it, it it's literally like, like. Can you imagine? It's like horrifying. You're, you're to up think close of. to the to like the kitchen or whatever, and I'm like, yo, can you grab me a water? And you're like, fuck you, you can do it yourself. Yeah, you work or you, you don't drink water. And I'm you like, are, you are this what? amount of centimeters closer. Therefore, it would take you less effort than it would take me. No, even if it position, was that, but, you don't have to because it's it's not your body. Yeah. It's not what you're trying to hydrate. I'm the one trying to hydrate. Yeah. So I would have to put in the work to hydrate myself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It would be shitty if no one cared. Yeah, no. So, it's so, so that's what I'm saying. Anyways. Uh, it's, it's like. So, yeah, the female on the left. Yep. And then we have the immature male. Yeah. Which is your true libertarian because they want, they care about themselves. Leave me alone. I'll do what I want. But there's no preservation to it. No. Their kids, because they have isolated themselves and pulled out of the political realm in order to be left alone. Yeah. Their kids can get fucked over real hard. Their kids are going to suffer the consequences. Exactly. And then you have the mature male, which is a a conservative, uh, like you know conserving what we have so that future generations can have the same thing exactly understanding making the sacrifice understanding that so for me personally my desire to get in politics resides in the fact that while i think i would be successful more successful in other realms i feel like we need people who are good and good of heart to keep the political system accountable and if people like me aren't willing to do that then are we will never have a successful political system so i'm trying i personally see yeah, it as like we this. need to go back to the time when politi- being a politician was a sacrifice like ben carson embodies this rand paul he's a doctor and he goes and he chooses less money to be a politician because he understands the importance of it we need more of that and we need more people um we need more people to be politicians as a sacrifice for the future generations. We need politicians who are willing to say, yo, our national debt, that is priority number one. That is priority one above all. We can devolve all the other expenditures down to the state level to the maximum point. You guys will be able to figure out what is. Do you think that is priority number one? It needs to be. You think so? Yeah. I for, think culture needs to be priority number one and then we can move to debt. Oh, so I'm talking – look, dude, if we're getting to the point where we've made debt number one, then the culture has changed. Okay, true, true, yeah, true. Like, but I, I think so, currently so, so right now – So backing up, then yes, culture is the number one. The conservative movement has not been active enough on the cultural front whatsoever. And now that we are getting there, immediately, what's the best source of political memes? The right. Hands immediately down. because the left can't meme, quote, unquote. Have you seen propertarian memes? What? Have you seen propertarian memes? I've seen some. It'll be like a, a, a spray can hitting a cockroach, and it's like propertarianism as the spray can, and then parasitism as the cockroach. Oh, hell yeah. Propertarianism kills parasitism. Dude, it's there, funny. there needs to be more of that. Like, oh my god, There's a whole, there's a whole webpage. We, well, we have... I'll start posting some of them on my Twitter. The left right now is so upset that they are not w- winning the culture. Like, the left is legitimately beyond angry and i know this because when i was on the left i was in tune with the cultural benefit like i i paid attention to what was going on i saw the desire when when 2016 was rolling up and i was a burning bro i was there on the forums when we were talking about how the left was never going to lose an election again how everyone was going to understand just how right and correct we are in everything 
all this other stuff. You self-centered sons of bitches. And the left is going insane right now because no, like the right doesn't agree. The right disagrees and they can't understand why because to them it's so obvious. I know. It's like they're committing suicide. Yeah. No. Seppuku. This is social justice warrior seppuku. Social justice seppuku. SJS. From now on. Uh, So... This is this is exemplified in in Twitch. <laughs> in Twitch. Oh my god. So um on a lighter note, did you guys know that there are people who identify as female deer and male deer? This is the best part. So the the <laughs> female deer and male deer uh partnership, whatever you want to call it, uh herd. <laughs> I don't know what a group of deer are called. Uh any guesses? I think it's a murder. A murder? No, that's gross. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it's. I feel like it's like it's a a a, a flock of deer. It it might be. I I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean that would be considered like a flock of sheep. True. But um. What, but what is a herd? What is a group of cows? A herd of cow. That's what herd, I thought. That's herd. a herd of cattle. No, but so. Female deer. So there are people so that identify male, as female deer. The guy, and Twitch, the dude, no, is the female deer. Yeah, so in, in this case, yes. But for Twitch, if you identify as a female deer, that means that you must be the most important person in the world. And to find out more about this whole Twitch safety and security council nonsense, stick, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. Um, before we... Went to break there. We started talking about this Twitch story. So um, Twitch decided that they were going to get into the hunting game and bring female deer onto staff to make, you know, duck hunt a little bit more fun in the office. Uh, But so Twitch recently created this new thing called the Safety and Guidance Council or the what is it like the Safety Council, basically Safety Advisory Council. Yes. And so what it is is basically Twitch's uh, social justice moderation board. And on it, they brought this person who on Twitter is known as the Ferocious Steph. Yeah, Ferociously Steph, yeah. Ferociously Steph, yeah, something like that. And uh, what's what's interesting about Steph is uh, Steph is apparently a female deer. Yeah, at Uh, least used to have a penis. Not not hundred percent sure whether it still has a penis. Yeah, no one no one fucking knows. But uh, Steph here got put on this advisory council, and immediately came out with a vengeance and started talking about how people should fear her, him, it, whatever. It the, because it's a deer. Bambi over here. Bambi from now on. So Bambi gets up on the stage and uh, says, "Yo, you motherfuckers better fear me." And so Twitch. Of course, all the streamers and everything, the gamer community being largely social justice lefties. I'm, of course, kidding. There are plenty of conservatives in the gaming community, um, a lot. And uh, they took this with great aplomb and were super satisfied and stoked for this new Twitch advisory council that was going to uh, basically come after cisgendered white males. It said more than that, though. Yeah. It, it also said that... Uh Gamers um, are the majority of gamers are, are white supremacists. Yup. Um, it also said that voice chat 
is uh, essentially racist because it gives a competitive advantage to cisgendered white males because minorities and women are oppressed in voice chat and harassed harassed yeah um so this is just a quick pro tip to those of you who play video games online uh there's this thing called the mute button i use it religiously like i basically mute everything on Warzone, I do quite a bit because of the little kids. Unless I know who I'm in a freaking group with, I'm muting everybody. I mean, if the little kid's funny, I, I go ahead and, and leave them on. But if they're annoying, I, I go ahead and mute. And, and then I Dude, mute myself. Dude, if they're like 12, 13, so 14, also, it's only so long before they drop a hard R. Well, I mean, I just... <laughs> we, I, I also mute myself days. just so they don't hear me because I, I find it kind of annoying. But no, so what her argument was, its argument, G's argument was that uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that um, when you're playing, as soon as they find out you're a female or minority, they just start giving you, they just start harassing you. Harris, they just give you so much crap, you know, and you, and you just can't handle it. It's like, Really? The soft bigotry of low expectations goes everywhere. You are just not strong enough to handle it. Look, if if that's what you notice, you're not noticing how they're trying to get into everybody else's heads, too. Like, the your mama jokes. Look, I lost my mom. Guarantee you if anybody in a competitive community found that out and wanted to trash talk me, they'd go KG on my ass. Like, Kevin Garnett famously sent flowers to a... a Someone on an opposing team for Mother's Day after their mother had died telling them, I hope you have a good Mother's Day. Like, that level of savagery. Look, You shit talk. You get in the opponent's head. If you get in the opponent's head, you win. And if you're going to let people in your head that easily, if you're going to let them live rent-free in your head that easily, honestly, you are the one that has some introspection to do. Because if you cannot tell yourself, look... These people are ignorant. They're stupid. I don't give a shit what they say. Then you are the weak one. I should not have to compensate for your weakness. Offense is taken, not given. Exactly. Always. Every time. I have, never fails. Look, just like shits are t- given, hopefully never taken. So is offense. Like, I'm just, I am the kind of person that is <laughs> so, like. That was backwards. No, have you ever taken a shit with you when you left the bathroom? No, I've taken a shit, as in... No, but have you ever taken it with you? No, you've only given shits to the toilet. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but it's just, it's ridiculous. It's like, she immediately, it immediately, immediately gets a modicum of perceived power. Perceived power and goes wild with it and they and the left wonders why they can't be trusted with power it's because anybody anytime anyone that's radically on the left gets that power abuse immediately they cannot be trusted with it because they want it look people like that can't vote i'm sorry look (laughs) i'm gonna go there i don't care if you think you're a deer you can't vote if you can't figure out what you are there's no way you can figure out what china's doing what american policy is yeah do you, you know, can't figure you, any you of that you think out. you're a female so deer I, tell me about the economic what economic policy should be towards various countries in like africa or southeast asia come on that's what i'm saying if if, if at that point 
your opinion won't help at all. Yeah. So why well, why it's, give it's that person? This, no, it doesn't help. We no, can't it's, have it's not stuff even so that much that. Help. It's that I just don't believe that the mentally ill should be um, having an equal say simply because by nature of them being mentally ill, they have there is an acknowledgement that they are incapable of taking care of themselves. Well, that's and, good because that's going to throw out 70 some odd percent of homeless someone who thinks they're too. a fucking deer is mentally ill. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They are mentally ill. And I remember, well, I don't personally re- Actually, no, I do remember because I had wonderful therapists and psychiatrists growing up who took a legitimate interest in my life and made sure that I was having living the best life I possibly could with the problems I had. And there was a time when that was the modus operandi of the psychology field, of the psychotherapy field. You... You know, you have someone telling you they're a female deer, so you respond with, well, that's not true, so let's work around it. And they tried to solve problems. They tried to get give them the tools necessary to live a normal life rather than telling them it's okay to impose your will on those around you. That's not the game anymore. No, that person makes me feel disquiet. Like, So there's a video of this person getting like, groomed like on like and being a deer about it and it's just it's disturbing and i am not the kind of person who's going to come out here and say that you know having these inklings towards that itself is wrong but i am going to say that if you are well no if you do it in the comfort of your own home and i can't tell on a day-to-day basis then what is different about what you're doing but here's the thing as soon as you start projecting it outwards as soon as you start making it accessible to children and young adults and people who are impressionable, who don't, who aren't making a conscious decision to find it, that's where the problem comes in. Because again, I take, I am, I am going to stick to my roots of liberalism. You, whatever you do in your own home, if you want to pretend you're a female deer in your own home to yourself and not have the opportunity to to pass it on to children, that's on you. I don't want to be involved in that. I shouldn't be involved in that. So why am I able to watch a video? That's that's where the problem presents itself. Me to be involved. With. That's in, but it's like you can a kid could find that on Twitch. That's essentially a kid porn. Can find that on Twitter. Like that's it is porn. That's essentially porn because in her own uh, fantasy, she is coming to orgasm. It's coming to whatever the fuck that thing is is coming to orgasm there basically and. This push to to not only just destigmatize but to normalize being transgender to me is just like no because there's an extent you can take it but to tell them they don't have a problem to tell someone who's transgender look I have ADHD I'm glad there was an attempt to fix it rather than just tell me I was normal and to try to just pretend it's not there because here's the thing is like that really inhibits my ability to learn that inhibits my ability to function socially at times like it presents a big problem and if someone had just been there to tell me no i'm normal that problem would still persist i'd just be telling other people oh you know what you know give bend over to me you know i apologize to people now like i'm at a point where i'm like look guys like i apologize i'm making an effort i'm trying to you know like i have a problem with names right and so I tell people at times, I'm like, look, I am making an effort, but I have bad times with names. Just be patient with me. I promise I'm trying to get it. 
However, what they would rather have if it was the same as transgenderism is like, nope, it's okay for me to not know your name. Don't bother with it. I have ADHD. Like, it's perfectly fine that I forget your name. I'm not, I shouldn't have to make an effort to remember. Just because now I, I have to make an extra effort, but I understand that I have a mental issue that I have to be proactive in, in, in controlling and understanding. Or it's I'm never going to be able to have a like a properly functioning social relationship. Like I, I'm sure you've been there. I'll be having a conversation with someone and I will forget entirely that I'm talking to that person. Like uh, mine's not, not mine's not that bad. Like no, but like that that will happen because something takes my attention away. I will actually forget that I was participating somewhere else because all of my attention is now on something else. And what it does now, because I've acknowledged I have ADHD and it's a problem, I I'm able to apologize and be like, look, I promise I'm not intentionally forgetting you. Please, let's continue with the conversation. Does that happen with your girlfriend a lot? Oh my god, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my god, my girlfriend hates me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and it's, but it's, if I had grown up in the leftist mentality, it would just be all validation and telling me there's nothing wrong and it's perfectly normal and there's nothing I have to do to fix myself. No, like we all have problems. We all have things that inhibit our full contribution to the society around us. And unless we are willing to acknowledge our downfalls, we'll never be able to overcome them and fully participate the way we're supposed to be able to participate. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you see this with Twitch. So they, they bring this female deer hunter into... No, uh, not a deer hunter. A <laughs> they deer the, to be hunted. They bring this... They bring this Bambi ass bitch in, and <laughs> let me ask you this though. Yeah, um, you know, I, I know there's no legal precedent now, but if they legally had precedent that they are actually a deer, if you saw them during like open deer season, season, you're a female deer in deer hunting could season. Could you shoot them? Uh, if I didn't shoot them, I think they'd be offended. Fair enough. I saw you in a crowd and I chose you not I chose you because you were human. You and had they, the and moment either have to acknowledge they're human <laughs> or get mad at me because they they think they're a deer, which means next season I'm not missing. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, so Twitch allows this person to be on its advisory council, which is there to basically provide policy suggestions for where their guidelines need to go. Which for someone like this deer is a life where they have, you know, been ostracized partially due to the society around them, but also partially due to their reaction to the society around them. And now they get power over people that they perceive have wronged them their entire life. And we saw it immediately talking about how they're going to ban people and how, you know, it's going to go out there and there sh there's people that should be feared. Well, Twitch got hit hard, man. And uh, the, the backlash has been immediate. And today she came out, it came out talking about how um, their role is really not to be any kind of moderation, just to suggest. And if we misinterpreted what they thought their job was, nah, bitch, you misinterpreted what you thought your job was. You thought you were going to have, you, this thing came out in a fully, um, a fully acknowledged or they basically suggested that Twitch would have 
that they had Twitch's backing to basically do whatever the hell they wanted and punish whoever they wanted for whatever reason they wanted. And that ended up not being true. And you know Twitch got super pissed because this was a lot of bad publicity. A lot of streamers were threatening to leave the platform. And it was just social justice seppuku because the left is so upset that the right won in 2016. That the left is going insane and pushing its, pushing its agenda faster than it ever should have. And it's it's going to end up biting them in the ass. And well, I, I, yeah, I think I agree. They are pushing it farther than what they they should in their eyes of strategy and stuff like that. But the this shutdown has been their kryptonite. Yeah, because it's forced otherwise willfully ignorant Americans to pay attention. Yeah, the people who watch sports can't watch it anymore. All they can do is pay attention to what's going on. And we care about politics now because we want our sports back. Yeah. That's the thing is like everybody wants their niche back. And the thing that's standing, standing in the way of that is the government. So everybody now has a reason to care how the government is approaching COVID-19. And it is it is terrifying the left as, to their very as core. terrible as this event has been with people losing their jobs and their livelihoods and high suicide rates and everything else. It's what we needed. Yeah, there's we need the left. Well, America in general. Let me just you know what? Fuck the left. Fuck the right. America needs to be woken up again. Yeah, America we have to revitalize the West. Needs to realize, needs to, uh, Americans, like across the board, conservatives need to do this just as much as liberals. A reminder of why the Constitution is so important and examples of what tyranny looks like. And I'll, it's, it's, there is probably 20% of Americans, if not way less, 10%, I'd say. Who are fully behind what the government is doing now. I would say like 80-90% of Americans are are sitting there like, this is only going to last so far. Recent polling has suggested 100% of Americans polled would not participate in the lockdown if it went past June. Because at the end of the day, America is built on foundational values of freedom and liberty that we all love. The left believes in those values just as much as the right. The manifestations and the tactic they use to espouse those values are different, but the left at its core thinks that everyone should be equal and be treated, you know, equally and should be free to be themselves. Any idea what the error by is force. on that? What? Any idea what the error is on that? Um, Statistical error? For the for the one for the poll, it was probably plus or minus 4 or 5%. Okay, cuz I I know someone who's related to me. By blood, yeah. She'd go two years. Okay, well then she there. Really then would. there. So let's place ninety-five. Let's right. let's go with the margin of error there. But um, the thing is, is that at its core, what makes America tick is the belief of equality. And so the left uses wants equality and liberty by force, which is wrong. But at its core, there's still the value of of freedom. They just don't see it the same way. I disagree. They're, okay, yeah. that's. I feel like I'm giving a lot of credit I where think credit there is not is due. A I'm giving a lot of good credit where the, credit is not There due. is a relative small similarity in the base of individualism. But past that small similarity, there's, there's not much else. 
well, with our current left. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, so that's fair. But, okay, so let's just say this, though. I believe most Americans are not radical leftists. On the Democratic side, 20% of the base is radical left, which means on the grand scheme of things, 10%. So, 90% are not them. So, 90% of Americans still have a level of value, some more than others, of the freedom and liberty that makes America so great. And a lot of people are watching as the Democrats... You know, the leftist media is making fun of them for wanting to go back to work. Look, I want a haircut right now. I should probably get one this week. I haven't yet. I got one. <laughs> but I need to get a haircut. And the thing is, is that I don't want, yeah, I want to look nice. But at the same time, like, I love my barber. And I want my barber's business to be successful. I want to give my barber my business. I want to give him my, <laughs> my business. You uh, trying I'm to give him drunk. that money. But, but, like, at the end of the day, if I want a haircut, he gets money. He gets to feed his children, right? And like, he gets to give me a haircut next week. And at the end of the day, like, there are America is built on small businesses. People point to corporations all the time, but the vast majority of businesses in America are small local businesses. And these people cannot, aff- most of the time, they are existing on razor thin margins. Hold up, hold up. They yeah. already came out with the numbers a long time ago, back in March, that if the lockdown extended past May, of all businesses would be closed for good. And that's... So we're probably at at least 15, 20% right now. For the left... We're going to lose a good chunk of our small businesses. We absolutely are. And for a left that claims to care about the small businessmen of America, we hate the corporations, the corporations are evil, you sure as shit don't give a fuck about the small businesses around you right now. You are... Advocating for a scenario in which only the corporations survive. I know. Small grocery stores? Nope. You're non-essential. Walmart? Good to go. Like, no. Ace Ace Hardware? Nope. You're not good. Home Depot? Good to go. Or or the, uh, you know, the, the furniture and appliance side of Walmart? Good to go. Yeah, it's... it's All the malls with uh, the... Even the regional stuff that you find in malls. Strip malls. Strip malls? Gone. Yeah, but the big box stores all still, still there. there. Yeah, no, because at the end of the day, the left the leftists that are in power do not care about the people that follow them. Like you think I don't I don't fucking Kamala Harris is evil and she she comes out here actively trying to represent the left and you see it all the time like she doesn't actually give a fuck. All she tries to do is pretend. Oh, I remember listening to Tupac and Biggie while I was smoking weed. Well, bitch, either you're lying about who you were listening to when you were smoking weed in college, or you were smoking weed while at the same time you were putting black people in jail for having weed. And and this is the this is the left. Like this is this is what the left is. They are people who. The left, the left is built by power-hungry individuals that prey upon um, oppressed individuals, mm-hmm. people that have, but not oppressed like systemically, like people who have had terrible things in their lives. Vic- Are you saying that they uh, consume human capital? Yes, they do. Do you know what that means by definition? Give them a definition, Kobe. That's slavery. Yep. 
they keep yeah what do you think the left has done with black and latino communities the last 50 years oh, I weird. Know. You, they, you've spent so many decades proclaiming to support them being voted into power being run you know and taking away rights and yet they're not yet you know you have a situation in which uh kenneth walker is being prosecuted by his district attorney for attempted murder of a, of a police officer who broke into his home like dude that dude that dude needs to be on the chopping block this is every it's, it's, every government official that's involved with that case that's, that's indicted this man needs to go like 100% and needs to be it fired needs to go and pay damages cuz this man's life is ruined he's all over the news his name has been dragged through the mud well, I think that this is actually, I think that there's been a lot of pressure put on. Um, I'm not too sure. I haven't looked up it lately, okay. but. How about put, this? Anonymity is gone for him. Yeah, no, exactly. Which in my, in my personal opinion, that removal of privacy is, is, can be considered ruining. Well, and today is fuck the NRA of the day. Um, what have they said about this? Where the hell have they been through all this? Where has the NRA th- been through fucking anything Second Where Amendment related? Where is my email? My personal call and email, the Wayne The Second Lapierre. Amendment is under the greatest assault it's ever been in in America. Where the fuck is this? I know. Oklahoma just had a landmark case. Or not even case, but landmark uh, legislature get passed yesterday. Banning. Banning ERPOs and red flag laws. Hell yeah. Extreme risk protection orders and red flag Get the red flags. fuck out of here. Then. So nothing now can come in the way. It doesn't matter whether it's federal, state, or local, county, municipality, don't care, township, anything like that. HOA can't do it. Illegal. Good. Good. I know. Yep. Because the Democratic Party is going crazy. And that is only exemplified... In our, you know, election 2020 updates of the week, um, Joe Biden's running mate has become the number one talking point, you know, of the media on the left. Um, But I don't know if you know this. Listeners, this might be news to you. Joe Biden's corrupt. So recently there have been even more evidence unearthed about his relationship or Hunter Biden's relationship with, you know, various corrupt industries in Joe Biden's, you know, quid pro quos coming out of the uh, Ukrainian embassy to the point where um, in a conversation with the Ukrainian president, president, um, what was his name? You know, what? I don't remember his name. He actively told Biden, like, yeah, we know we fired that that it's that attorney general that you wanted, even though there was no investigation into him. Right? The prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor. We fired him, even though there was no investigation into him, and I don't think there should have been. Like, they came out and defended it. Biden was actively trying to protect his son. And, you know, the left has tried to... The Democrats, the DNC, really, has tried to hide this. And so... Ladies and gentlemen, keep a close eye on that whole Ukraine thing. Kobe and I are actually going to devote an entire episode to going over what's going on with this. Uh, probably a little mini episode. But the more important thing is, is that Biden is in under... The Biden has been named as a perpetrator of a crime in Ukraine for, for all of this. In the lawsuit by the, by the attorney general or the prosecutor that was fired... 
And now he's in the middle of, you know, waiting to be told by the Democratic Party who his running mate's going to be. And, Gobi, what do you think of the prospects for his running mate? They're all terrible. Fucking horrid. They're going through a training camp right now. I know that. Like, Stacey Abrams' name came up. You might know her from losing the Georgia gubernatorial race and then complaining of election fraud. I remember her for... Um, she she gave a speech. Oh, it was it was the impeachment. That's what it was. It was the impeachment so post impeachment. Yeah, she they gave... gave her the opportunity to speak before like the the house okay. and give like the democratic response or anything. Okay. Or it was like the the results of the Mueller investigation. Yeah, something That's like what that. It was. it was one of those. But yeah. it, it was something like that, and they gave her the opportunity. They're really pushing her, even though she's she's done nothing ever. Like, ever. What the fuck has she ever done? Nothing. Um, next, there's Kamala Harris, who I would love to see nominated because I know the, a lot of the black community hates her because, again, she was either she's either a giant fat fucking liar or she was actively putting people in jail for having weed while she was smoking weed, um, which would be perfectly in line with the Democratic Party. Um, you have that person from New Mexico who doesn't matter. Fuck her. Klobuchar. Um, Amy, Klob- Amy Klobuchar, I wouldn't think would be a bad decision. I thought she was one of the most rational, level-headed people on the Democratic stage, which is really not saying anything. Like that's like saying the uh, that um, that root beer is the least fizzy of the sodas, mm. even though it's not. We all know it's Sprite, but um, root beer is one of the most fizzy. Yeah, it is. But like, it's like they're all fucking fizzy. Who cares which one's the least fizzy? Fizz isn't good for you, right? Um, I guess. Is it is it not good for you? Yeah, there's there's like argument that the bubbles are really bad for your muscle tissue. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, no, it's like it's another shit show. D- Joe Biden is the worst possible candidate the Democrats could ever hope for, but he was the best. Like he was the best candidate available. Joe Biden outside of Tulsi, hot mama. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. <sighs> I don't think he. I, I don't really know. I don't really have an opinion on who their best candidate was. It was. It was like trying to pick Trump, which pile of shit was Trump's your favorite pile the of best shit. Candidate. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, I really think he is. Like, and this is crazy because people that know me, you I know feel like me. 20 years ago, Trump would have ran the same platform as a Democrat. Yeah, no, exactly. Could literally say everything he's saying. He's been a Democrat, be a Democrat most of his life. I know. <laughs> It's just so crazy. The only president to support like LGBTQ AIP like plus he's got, he's before got and after LGBT within his administration. He's got you know women. He's got minorities. He he's mentioned got them in his inauguration speech. He just doesn't That's sit there insane. and point them out to you. I know because he doesn't care. But he's considered like one of the least LGBT pro LGBT like. Kobe, orange man, bad. Yeah, no, that's wild. Well, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, find us at The Common Nonsense on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and send us emails at the.common, K-O-M-M-O-N dot nonsense at gmail.com. Send us, you know, helpful tints, suggestions. Tell us how much you hate us. We don't really care. We just want to hear from you. Um, this has been... Another fantastic episode of Common Nonsense and Kevin with Kevin and Kobe. If I don't say so myself, like, share, subscribe. We love you guys. Thank you so much.